1: Oh, baby! What a catch! Kenny got day. You're a freak! What a catch!
0: Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Cornbread! I love the Lions! Say it with me!
1: Detroit Kool-Aid, Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers. What's going on? It's a Friday. This is your host, Eric Oakry, right here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. And uh, we're talking all things Lions. So we had a fun show on Wednesday. We got a little crazy with the soundboard. Me and Grifka back together. You know what that means. Takes left and right. Grifka putting you to sleep. Me getting on Grifka, him getting mad at me, us arguing, laughing. That's what we do here on the show. And Grifka's back here on a Friday. We're gonna be mixing it up here in the office. and I got some guests coming. We have got some different shows. I probably owe you guys a Senior Bowl show because I got some takes on that that I didn't get a chance to give yet. Grifka, we we all know. I mean, we're not gonna do the Senior Bowl quiz as we did last year, which is really fun for me. The the Senior Bowl spelling bee. So instead of doing that to you again, even though that was radio gold, podcast gold, Grifka. How you doing this Friday, man? How you, how you doing? I, I'm I'm kind of sure, but I want you to let me let me know, let the people know how you feeling.
0: Oh man, it's Friday, so I'm doing good, doing good. Only that it's freaking cold outside, negative digits at night. That means you know, turning the heat up in the house, many blankets. It's time to get a big crock pot of chili on and have that for this weekend. You know, other than that, TJIF, thank God it's Friday.
1: Unbelievable, Grifka Griff bringing that heat or I guess he kind of got brought the opposite of heat with that intro, but he got you the weather report. He got you a TGIF, which for some reason after three years on the show has become, I don't know, it's become funny. Everybody, <laughs> everybody's. <involved. laughs> Grifka, let, let, let's not mess around as we often do here on the show. We got a Friday show. It's the end of the week. Okay. It's cold out. We get it. It's Michigan, but we got lines to talk about. So, so what do you got here on a Friday?
0: Oh, it's Friday, so it's time to warm you up, man. <laughs> Your boy, first ballot Hall of Famer, man. You know, I know you call him team Team quitter, but you have to admit, come on, he's he's he, first ballot, man. It's like no-brainer. I mean, are you happy for the guy? I mean, you still kind of want him to go away? I mean, there's, there's articles out there that him and, you know, Sheila Ford-Hamp have talked, and, you know, they're getting close to reconciling. So how do you feel about this? Are you happy for the guy?
1: Grifka, I, I haven't had to do this recently. You know, I, I've I've got a break from you, which is a good thing for my heart and, and for, for me personally, so I can take some, some deep breaths and not have to deal with this. But I got to ask you, just honestly, man to man, is this a real question, really?
0: Yes, yes, it is.
1: <laughs> Grifka, like, I came into this show thinking... You might bring this garbage up, and I'm like, all right, here's what I'm gonna do. Like, for all the people out there, you know, you you've heard me on the show, you know my opinions. I'm like, all right, I'm I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna like water on the bridge, take the high road, like whatever, Hall of Fame, Lions, whoop whoop, you know what? Like we played last show, one pride, right? One pride. Like you know all that goodness. <laughs> I'm gonna do that. And I'm here to tell you on a Grifka on a Friday, I'm not doing any of that, man. I I was getting ready to just say I'm done with this, but then my buddy got me all fired up. So you know who you are out there. Take a good listen to this because Grifka, here's where I sit on it. First of all, the fact that Calvin Johnson got Hall of Fame on the first ballot for a guy that what played until he's barely 30 years old What do you have like four or five good seasons, a couple, not so great, a couple injured. And then his rookie year wasn't, you know, anything to, to wave home. Okay. He's got, got all these numbers, big surprise. Another Lions, great player that has a bunch of numbers never won a damn thing. So my my thing is he should have had to wait because he quit. on his team, his teammates, his organization. So he should have had to wait just for that. Then he should have had to wait again because all the garbage that he spewed about this team, about his whole million or $2 that they took from him after they paid him $150 million. So, like, everybody's heard this rant from me. I didn't want to do it. But here's the point. The point is, the guy's going in the Hall of Fame. Now everybody's all kumbaya again. Oh, I've talked to Sheila. I'm hoping we can get it fixed. Here's my question to you, What What's there to get fixed? Like, you quit. You left. We took back what was contractually obligated as the Detroit Lions. You've complained again and again and again to the DB every year it's like it's like Christmas it comes around once a year it's you and the DB complaining about your couple million bucks they took from you so what's there to fix you got in the Hall of Fame you're gonna wear a lion's jersey you've talked to Sheila Ford hamp now you know you're gonna continue to talk to Sheila Ford hamp until she cuts the check but like you didn't earn that check we gave you Plenty of checks that you took handily. But you, you, you got to go to the pay window plenty of times. I mean, ain't that right, Benny Blades? Go on to the pay one. You went there all the time, and that check was real big. Go on to the pay one. So I I was going to just say congratulations and blah, 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 and, you know, um, no, no big deal. I'm not going to rant and rave here on a Friday. Yeah, I changed my mind because... Calvin Johnson never won anything for this team. He was another super ultra talented player that never got the most out of his talent because he just put up a bunch of like empty stats. He never said anything off the field. He never gotten in his teammates face to make them better. He just went out, made his catches, made his touchdowns, quit on his team, walked away from the game, you know, do you know what he does off the field? We don't have to get into that. And like I said, he's just that quiet guy. So him coming back, it's like, okay, him and Sheila him make good. And she cuts the check. What then? You know, nothing then. I mean, he's just going to go do whatever he does. It's not like the lions get some big benefit or, Oh great. He's back. Like I just see no benefit for the team other than so people can stop talking about it. And the first person that could stop talking about it is Calvin Johnson. But, I mean, I just don't see the love affair. It's like, you know, the same thing we might say with Stafford after a while. Like, great quarterback when it comes to numbers. But look back and say, but man, those 10-plus years, just, we sat in mediocrity. So, I don't know. Like I say, I'm not fired up about it. I think it is kind of funny that he's going in the class as Peyton Manning, Chuck Woodson, you know, all these other stars. And, oh, yeah, by the way, Calvin Johnson's in as well. You know, I feel like that's... A little more fitting than if he was one of the top two names, but like I say, sounds like he's being great with the media, you know, oh, I hope everything. I'd love to be back with the organization if they pay me. you know that should always be in quotes, like in all these articles you see, but uh, like I said, I was gonna let it go, but a couple buddies you know got with me and got me fired up. I said, Nope, can't let it go on a Friday if Gra- Gi asked me about it, I'm gonna go on a rant because I don't see what he adds by coming back. I don't see why they should give him money. That was pretty much unearned just because Jared Jones and people are cutting checks for no reason and giving out millions of dollars doesn't mean the Detroit lions have to, especially when we already gave you millions and millions and hundreds of millions of dollars. Like Grifka, let me ask you this so I can take a pause here on my rant. Let's say tomorrow (laughs) I started sending you hundreds of dollars every week for years and years for what, what do you play? Maybe eight seasons Let's say for eight, the next eight years, I send you hundreds of thousands of dollars every week and and you're taking it gladly, you know, again, kind of like the show, you're not doing much to really earn it, but you're taking the money. You're not, you're not asking for any refunds or anything. And then what if at the very end I say, Hey, hey, Grifka, man, I give you all this dough, you know, you've done it, but you haven't really earned it. Like, how about you just give me like 2% back? Would you flip out on me, or would you be like, wow, you give me all this dough? I could probably give Okri 2% back and and not worry about it. Or would you carry on and on and hold it against me for the rest of your life?
0: No, man, I'd probably give the 2% back. Exactly.
1: Because you'd be appreciative of all the extra you got, rather than worried about this little minuscule amount that I asked in return. Especially when you you didn't you went Grifka and never did anything glorious to get it in the first place. It's like, Calvin, oh, wow, you got me a bunch of touchdowns in the fourth quarter when it didn't matter. Wow, a bunch of yards when we're getting beat down by the Indianapolis Colts or the Jacksonville Jaguars, all these other scrub teams. Like... I just don't understand why a guy like that could take all that dough and then be so petty about the little amount. And now it's like, because he's in the Hall of Fame, like now everything's fine again. Like we're all we're all just good buddies. I mean, I just don't see it. Where, where are you at with this?
0: Yeah, I'm I'm happy for him. I mean, he's 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 earned it. I mean, he was best player on the team for a number of years. I mean, seeing him go up among three guys to bring down a ball, taking some of those hits. Yeah, I mean, at the end it got a little messy, but overall, I mean, he was one of the most dominant receivers in the game for a number of years. So yeah, I'm pretty happy for him. And um, hmm, one guy. other, one other quick question for you. Sorry, I don't know, but uh, I heard this little tidbit earlier this week. I don't, I don't know if you heard it or not, but do you happen to know who the pretty much the Hall of Fame voter is for the Detroit metro area is? The official, I heard this, and it did not surprise me one bit.
1: Take Grifka, a guess. Did, don't get me on another big rant, but he's not the voter. This was the this was the guy that lobbied, that put together some yeah. big presentation, that got all this credit. Oh, thank oh, you a for a voter. hard work. He is a voter. Yeah, we know what he is, Griffka on the show, and that's the DB. <laughs> I mean a surprise the DB Put in a big presentation he pushed real Hard for Calvin yeah that just You know what that shows you Grifka that shows You that all these media people are Bought and paid for they have their Buddies whoever treats them good it gives them Interviews it gives them time gets good stuff Written about them the people that don't Get treated bad and get talked bad about By these talking heads and Instead me and you come on here every week and we Just talk real talk we say what we want to say And we we do what we want to do and we don't Sit here and say oh well that guy uh, you know, he, he wasn't very nice to me in the locker room. I'm going to go write a bad piece about him. Oh, Hey, that guy gave me a, a gift card for Christmas. I'll go ahead and, and treat him good all year. I'll, I'll, I'll write fluff pieces about him. That's ridiculous, man. That Dave had the they little buddies, each other. That's just, that annoys me even more. I can't believe you brought that up. I'm not going to go on a big rant about all that, but it's just like, It's just enough of this, man. And like the fact that you gave some just gave some glowing ho-hum answer while I'm trying to entertain the people and go on some goofy rant that I do every time about Calvin where some people are like, wow, you're so, uh, you know, so tough on him. It's like, I got to remind you people, this is a po- show, it's a podcast, we're trying to have some fun here. So, Grifka, the fact that you went all DB and gave me some formulaic answer about why he's uh, respectable and his numbers and he was the best guy in Lee like, come on, man, let's try to entertain the people and have a little bit of fun. That's what we're doing here. This isn't all serious, honest takes. We're trying to have fun, and like, for me, everybody knows my Calvin rant is something I have fun with. It is what it is. I mean... I just I just see no benefit in continuing this on and on and now that it's heating up again, I just don't I just don't see why. But like you say, once he made the Hall of Fame, I was like, here we go. It's gonna be all up in this give him his money back, we're so happy for him, this that and the other. It's like hey there was probably four years there where I used to say every Sunday, throw it up to eighty one, nobody can guard him. And like you said, the front and the back end were years where, yeah, you were 6'5", 235 pounds, ran a four three, and did what? How many how many playoff wins you help us get? How how many division titles you help us get? Did you get us any Super Bowls, Calvin and Stafford? Exactly.
0: Uh feel better. Got that done? Did no, it? no, I, I
1: don't really feel better because, again, I'm trying to have a fun Friday show. You bring up this and you bring up the DB and then you, you give some respectable answer, like trying to be the good guy here on the show. When I have to be the heel and entertain all the people with a, a rant, a take, a strong opinion so people can either hate it or love it. No, I'm not OK here on a Friday. What, what else we got?
0: OK, just calm down. OK, next question. <sighs> Where? Um. We brought up on Kenny Galladay how at this point we're kind of willing to like let him walk based on his contract demands if we feel if we think what they what they are what we're hearing in the whole scheme of things since you've been a Lions fan and even some of the guys you might have heard of before as you know at the tail end of their careers you know like the, the Herman Moores, the Johnny Mourns you know those guys where do you kind of slot Con- Kenny Galladay in with like I guess recent lines great wide receivers the last 20 years something like that where where do you see him if he stays with the team if the team lets him walk
1: i i don't know like it's kind of an enigma for me because like i said they drafted him and it was one of those who what why why When when like there was a lot of other players i would have rather had now Again, I remember that first game, I want to say it was against Arizona. The guy has two touchdowns, that one where he laid out, and you just saw him in the preseason. I remember having a couple good preseason games as well. You're just kind of like, we might have something in this dude. He's long, he's lean, he can make plays, and he's continued to do that. Basically, any time he's suited up, he's been you know, more than quality football player for the team, so he earned my respect pretty quick, especially with how he's off the field, just kind of – he doesn't give the media very much. He just very quiet, quick answers to himself. Comes up on Sundays, makes plays, goes back to whatever he does off the field. So I got all the respect for him there. I've, I've invested in him heavily in fantasy football. He's done well for me when he's played. He's also missed a lot of games, which has hurt me. So, you know, when it where he falls in the realm, I think he's just like that nice draft find that overproduced but due to injuries and due to him not being that upper echelon, absolute elite top 10 type talent. Like I say, I feel like he's a guy that's going to have to be let, let walk. Or my, my thing is franchise. The guy trade him to a team that thinks Kenny Galladay can put their offense up over the top, get some more draft capital. That's the power play that I would do to be honest. And I think he's just going to always be remembered as like a short run lion while he was here. He was good. Nobody has any issues with him off the field. And he's probably going to have his best success when it comes to like I just pointed out with that other guy. He's going to go somewhere else, win playoff games, be a number two or even a number three type option, but be on a better team, be more productive. And when it comes to wins and and playoff success, and that's really what people remember you for. There's a lot of these guys that come in here and just like get a few stats, have a couple good years, you know, ride off into the sunset. And people are like. Who was that again? What did he do? I can't really remember because they never did it when the lights were brightest or in the biggest games. So I hope Kenny goes somewhere and wins big, but I think for the Lions, he'll just always be that middle of the road guy that was good while he was here, never got to that elite level, and then went off to another team and, and won ball games there.
0: Yeah, I would um kind of like you mentioned, because you know what I like to do? I would kind of compare him to somebody, say, like a Brett Perriman here, Um, kind of similar skill set, kind of similar career here. Not great. Really good to, you know, real good to excellent while they were here. few good years and then, you know, then they were they were gone. So no real mark. You know, he's not going up on the wall of fame with all those other guys either. So but yeah, I (laughs) like your take on that, Derek. You know, good stuff right there.
1: So you agree? Of course,
0: I agree with you on that, there, buddy.
1: (laughs) There we go. What what else? And we as got?
0: Always, as always, one one pride.
1: <laughs> you you got to say one pride here on the show. One pride. It's, it's, it's like Brad Holmes after his press conference. One pride. Exactly. Benny Blades on Thursday. Everybody, B L E A V and Lions. Check it out.
0: Uh, speaking of which, let's take a pause for the cause. Um, you can hear um uh, ad for uh Derek's uh, Believe in Lions podcast with Benny Blades. It's a great listen. Um, those two have a great show. And um
1: pay a couple bills here and we'll come right back finish out the show. Sounds like a plan, Grifka. Everybody will be right back. You ready?
0: Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy.
1: What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions.
0: Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the
1: poster said?
0: See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. What's going on, everybody? This is your host Derek Oakery of the Detroit Kool Aid Cast, and this is normally where I tell you about some of our great sponsors, but today. I want to tell you about my other Lions podcast. It's called Believe in Lions. That's spelled B-L-E-A-V on the Believe Podcasting Network with both myself and Lions legendary safety Benny Blades. Yeah, you know who he is. The hard-hitting safety Benny Blades played for the Lions. He also played for the U. You know what it is. The University of Miami, those Miami Hurricanes. He mentions it multiple times on the show. Benny loves to talk about his hurricanes, his lions, and I love to play this soundbite on the show. <laughs> We have a ton of fun on that show. We laugh, we joke, we talk Lions. Like I said, he brings up the Hurricanes. I talk about my Michigan Wolverines. Um, it's it's a really fun show. Benny loves the Lions. He tells great stories from his playing days, as well as uh, we're just rooting on this team. We B-L-E-A-V in the Lions. So please go ahead, find it on your favorite podcast platform. Hit that subscribe button and check it out. Share it with a friend. We really appreciate it. So check out Believe. B-L-E-A-V-N Lions with myself and Benny Blades. Thank you guys so much. Detroit Kool-Aid, Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers, what's going on? We're back from the break. Thank you so much for listening to our sponsors. Please go to your favorite podcast platform and hit that subscribe button on B-L-E-A-V-N Lions with myself and Benny Blades you probably already got subscribed to the Detroit Kool-Aid cast you're listening to right now. If you haven't, what are you waiting for? Do that for us. That really helps us out as well as go check out anchor podcasts. You know, we're always trying to promote Spotify. That's another uh, great sponsor of the show from for a couple years now. And you can find our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google play. And uh, like I say, you can call in our hotline. We we've been waiting for a good call. We can put it on the show. I mean, a little bit lackluster on some of the calls so they don't make the air but you can call uh what's that number there grifsky waffle maker
0: and number is 989-272-3484 once again 989-272-3484
1: if i was to make those jersey numbers at the end what what might those be
0: those would be kevin smith and herman moore
1: exactly grifka always good for the cheap plug promos. one of the better things he does here on the show grifka i mean this friday show you, you you make questions that anger me you make me do some gimmick rants that i try to have fun with and the people get all wound up about on twitter they start coming after me but you think you put together some good questions so it's the back half of the show i'm hoping you got some good questions here that we can have some fun with talk some lions and not get me all fired up what else you got here let's get this thing going
0: okay um quick question actually not quick question just kind of want to get your thoughts on this after watching the super bowl and seeing you know who they got in like jared goff and a few other guys we've mentioned how far away do you think the lions are from at least competing Mm. for for a, a division or a super bowl now we know at the presser campbell said you know believe in the process give it time but uh Do you think there's a lot of holes here? And maybe this is one of those things where you mentioned it before. The Lions kind of skip the quarterback because they got golf and they kind of build the rest of the team. I know Logan Lamarandier really likes doing that. And then once you got the rest of the team, go get the quarterback that you really want. Or do you think it's one of those things where the Lions only have a couple tweaks and they're right there and uh, they can be competing at least for a wild card next year?
1: Griffka, as I often do, I got multiple things to say before I get to this question. First of all, since you just did a cheap plug, cheap plug, Logan and Deer will be on with me next Wednesday on the Detroit Kool Aid Cast, talking all things Lions. Whoo! Another break from Griffka for a week. Woo, That's gonna be good. S- second of all, Griffka, like you mentioned, Dan Campbell, you know one real just. Wisdom, important, pathetic thing that that Dan Campbell said that I got to say to you right now. What's that? You've had enough of that. <laughs> Grifka, this is a classic <laughs> Grifka, everybody. This is Grifka framing the question to me of how far he he, he poses to me on the Detroit Kool Aid cast, everybody. Drink it in, man. Uh... How far, Okri? How far? How long is it gonna take? For the Detroit Lions to get this together and to have a good football team. Grifka, before I get into that, let me ask you this, because this is how I feel. You've had enough of that Griffka, how about you frame the question like this, maybe? Okri, how close do you think this team is to turning it around? How close do you think they are to having a dominant offense? Do you think some of these pieces that most people have given up on can come through and play great football and surprise people that's what you should do and if you don't dan campbell might do something else to you we're going to bite a kneecap off we're going to smile at you we're going to take your other kneecap we're going to smile at you and when we do we're going to take another hunk out of you we're going to be the last one standing all right that's going to be the mentality that's the mentality, Grifka, biting kneecaps. Hey, we've had enough of this bleep. So all your negative spin, it's not how far away are we, it's how close are we. How much mojo can we have going into the season? How much Detroit Kool-Aid can we serve up for the people? Drink it in, drink it, drink it in, man. Uh... That's what the people want to know, so I'm going to turn it to you. Instead of that negative, instead of that loser mentality, instead of that, oh, woe is me, Grifka, how close, how excited, how much mojo, how much moxie do you think this new Detroit Lions team has under Brad Holmes, Dan Campbell, and company?
0: I think they're going to be a very exciting team to watch. They're going to play awful hard, and I think this coaching regime is going to get the most out of its players that it can. I think the first year, it's going to be a little bit of a stumbling block, a little bit of a building block. That's why I said give the t- give it time. Give, give the process a chance because he's going to look to turn this team around quickly. This ain't going to be no, you know, five, six, seven year build. He wants this team to be fighting, you know, from the start, but next year, you know, 2022, he's going to be looking to do some real damage in this league.
1: Griffka, there you go. I I've, I've finally taught you how to put the the Detroit Kool-Aid spin Well, do you think people want to hear that from you or that speech from me about how to get fired up or how close we are? Or would they want me to go on for 10 minutes? Uh, I don't know. This teams like multiple seasons away. They really don't have any talent. I mean, it's just going to be a long road. Just rebuilding since 1950. I mean, you can hear that on every other podcast you listen to. I'm sure the DB will say that on every article he writes other than his Calvin piece, which comes out maybe one, maybe two, maybe even three times a year now. I don't know how long they get together for fireside chats, but I'm here to tell you here on this show that we're not going to do the old woe is me. We're not going to do the, oh man, we just, we just never going to win with this team or man, they're just devoid of all talent. No, we're going to talk about how close they are, how to get excited, what to get excited about. And also be honest of maybe where they have some shortcomings, but try to tell you how they're going to get it right and what's going to be good about it. So that's how we need questions on a Friday, Grifka. How close is this team? Not how far away are they? There you go.
0: Sweet. So you agree with me then the way I take it?
1: (laughs) I I agree with you. But, I mean, in real short form, like, yeah, I think this team has – Plenty of things that are going to be added in free agency in the draft. You know, I think there's lots of positions you can add. I even think the positions people don't talk about, whether it's tight end, running back, quarterback, offensive line, um, you know, uh, safeties. All the, the people were oh, we're pretty good at those spots. We still need depth. We still need more ball players, more, more blue chip guys. And that's what I'm so excited about to see them add is to not even just be filling holes and making some obvious moves. I think you're going to see some real aggressive moves on players that people might not agree with, but it's like, man, these guys can ball in 2020 when it comes to how the NFL is built. We're not trying to build the 1982 Detroit lions or the 1996 guys. We're trying to build the 2021 and beyond. So I think you're going to see some really cool skill players and some really aggressive defenders like you said, that are going to be fun to watch. They're going to play hard and that are going to bring this team up to the level they need to be. And I'm not saying we're winning super bowls in the next couple of years, but I'm saying we should be a a more complete team and and a more aggressive team overall very soon in this regime. And I think that's going to get, get us W's get the city excited and get people, uh, and proud, you know. I think I'm gonna be screaming uh this from the from the windows and, and the uh and the buildings here before you know it. What 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 Exactly, Benny Blades. That's what I'm talking about. Griffko, what else we got?
0: Uh, last question. Let's finish up the show on this. Um how are you as a Lions fan when you see like some of players that were here go on win Super Bowls on other teams, you know, guys that you liked or maybe were kinda happy when they left. I know and Dominican and Sue just won it for the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and people are like, good for him. Let's bring him back to Detroit now. Um, are, are you hoping Matt Stafford does well out in L.A.? Maybe pulls, pulls down a Lombardi trophy. Um, how do you think about that?
1: Uh, to be perfectly honest with you, I, I really don't put much stock in it whatsoever. Like, I don't hold... Um, you know, uh, people may think I have some big, you know, Calvin Johnson grudge. I just really feel like I, I like to rant on it here on the show. And I feel like he, you know, left his teammates in the, in the city, in the franchise high and dry, even though, like I said, I was happy he left because we could reuse that money. So like when other players leave for more money or better situation or whatever, not a big deal to me, especially if they win, I'm never sitting here going, Oh man, I wish you would have stayed here. Or, How could they, or you know, I'm also not jumping for joy, saying, like, oh, my God, I'm so happy for so-and-so. Like, I wouldn't even have thought about Sue if you didn't mention him or if he wasn't on the broadcast, because, to me, that was, that was what, like, eight years ago now or more, probably. He's been on three, four-plus other teams. I mean, he's a journeyman NFL guy that, you know, found his way into a title on a team that... You know was put together and was led by the greatest quarterback of all time so it's like you know great i, I don't not throwing a party i can't believe people are like oh, bring him back bring him back for, for what like i might have said that three four years ago as like a, a, a veteran minimum because maybe he had some juice left but like no we we don't want him back now based on what he did early in his career And like you say, some of these other guys, I think people get beat up a lot saying, oh, you leave Detroit, you never get a job, you never make any waves in the NFL. So, like, if people want to get excited about that, if that brings them joy to say, like, look at so-and-so, he left the Lions and he's doing good, or he won this, or he won... Like, that does nothing for me because it does nothing for my Lions. Like, Grifka, I found this jersey, and we'll see if I have time to do this before we go to the game, but I bought this on eBay, and it's a... It's a classic throwback Lions jersey with like the really cool like game sleeves. I think it was probably from like the, the Benny Blades era, you know, where it was that uh, it's not the Puma, but it's it's I think they were Reebok or whatever back then. But it's just like a really cool game cut jersey with the blue sleeves, all white jersey, but no number on the front or back. No nameplate, no nothing. Just the the cool sleeves. You can tell it's a Lions game cut And like, I just want to put on the back of that, like the team, you know, because to me, at the end of the day, I'm like rooting for the Detroit Lions, not Matt Stafford, not this player, that player, you know, it's about the team for me. And if this team wins, to me, the players on it are inconsequential. So like everybody that wants to root on all these guys and watch Matt Stafford's going to prove you wrong. Oh, he's going to go out to LA and win. Oh no, he's going to go out to LA and fall on his face. Cause he wasn't good enough. Like all that will prove itself out. But I don't know why you would get pride if he goes out and wins in LA when really you should have this. What And that's for the Detroit lions. I mean, we want that one pride here in Detroit. What So like, it's all about the team for me. So I almost want to wear that Jersey with no name, no number, no nothing. And maybe just have like the team on the back or something, because you know, it's a Michigan slogan and gimmick for their football team and whatnot. But like, I think it's true. It's about the team, the helmet, the organization, the franchise, not some of these players that, that play on the team. So, um, you know, I always want the Lions, the Pistons, Red Wings, whatever, to win because they're the, our teams here in the state of Michigan and Detroit more so than root non players. So that's kind of where I come in. It doesn't do anything for me. It also isn't a negative. You know, I don't care if they go and win. Oh, I wish they would have won here. Well, they didn't or they wouldn't. So they went and won somewhere else. It doesn't hurt me at all. It's, But I'm not throwing them a ticker tape parade either because they're not on my Lions. They didn't take my Lions to the promised land. You do that for the team, for the franchise, your name will be in, in lore forever. You know what I mean? Whoever wins big for the Detroit lions will never be forgotten, you know, when it comes to players and there'll be many thank yous given out to those guys.
0: Exactly. I'm like the same way. I mean, uh, they went off and won with another team. Congratulations. But, um, it would have been nice if you've done it here. You know, I don't hate you for it. I don't love you for it. I'm not looking for to drag you back now that you got a ring. So, uh, Congratulations, but I'm kind of the same way. I'm exactly the same way you feel about it.
1: Oh, Grifka, I, I hate when that happens on the show, but I mean, it, it does from time to time. We, we can agree, uh, you know, reasonable minds can agree. Isn't that no no, that's not your gimmick, but it's reasonable like minds can differ. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do that all the time, but I mean reasonable, yeah. very smart minds I guess can somewhat agree at times when it's me agreeing with you or vice versa. But um yeah, I mean I think it's pretty straightforward. So you know, solid take there. You wound me up here on the show, Grifka. You got into some lions, you know, we had some laughs as we often do on the show. I mean, not as good as I don't know, this laugh. <laughs> Anybody, <laughs> everybody's in the world. <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean like i've popped you every time with that on these last two shows and you can't hear that and not laugh i mean it's almost impossible it forces but... me to. <laughs> um you know we always try to make people laugh around the show whether we're doing funny gimmicks rants you know having fun with different people i mean there's some people griff could they get all uptight oh i can't believe you said this or hey you said this about me or my show or it's just like yeah, we're, we're trying to have fun here. We're not trying to bore the people and give you some just horribly boring negative show like that's out there at other Lions shows or on, in the media in general. So we try to have fun. We try to make you laugh. We're a little outlandish. We don't care. We don't really apologize for it. We hope you guys enjoy it. We know you do. You've really been listening, really been sharing this with people, which we appreciate. So keep doing that. Really, uh, really, really love that. We really love serving up that Detroit Kool-Aid. Drink it in, man. Uh... Grifka, there's only one thing left to do. We've done it for years now. The answer is always pretty much the same, but I gotta ask the question. Grifka, do you have anything else extraordinary, stupendous, tremendous, absolutely amazing, just mind-blowing, just, just splitting the atom-type quality information for the people here at the end of the show? Do you have anything else in that realm for the people? Uh, nope. Everybody, drink that Detroit Kool-Aid. Thank you so much for listening. Um, we'll be back next week. Again, like I said, Wednesday, got Logan Lamorand, me and him chopping up. We're going to be talking draft, all types of stuff here on the show. I can't wait for that. Griffko have you covered on Friday, and then we got other things up our sleeve. Before you know it, free agency is going to be here. The draft's only like a month or two away, um, month and a half, two months away, whatever it is. It's right around the corner. I think somebody said 80 days, Griffka, 80 days the NFL draft. You better get in that draft book that I sent you today. Don't be telling me you don't know these people you don't have any clue you're sitting there on your lazy boy we got work to do grifco's we got to serve it up for the people serve up that detroit kool-aid and cornbread you know how we do i mean every week twice a week
0: cornbread
1: drink it in uh... everybody for me for grifco for the detroit kool-aid cast take care have a great weekend we're out the bag, start
0: the plane. this game is over What
1: a comeback by the Lions! Drink it in, man!